If you've been working in a virtual setting for a while now, you know firsthand that that you know firsthand that the virtual office can give you a feeling of disconnection from the team and kind of detract from a positive company culture. So how do you fix that? Stay tuned today because we are going to talk about some fun and interesting ways to bring your team together so that they can really connect and bond from a personal perspective and become a well-oiled machine that work together effectively in a virtual setting. And we're going to be talking all about that today. So stick around and let's explore fun and interesting ways of how they can do that while they are in their virtual setting, even when they're not really together. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Glad to have you here again for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create that well-oiled machine with your team when you really cannot be physically together. Because now that we're working virtually and that virtual workplace is not going away anytime soon, we can feel a little bit alone and disconnected if we're not in the same physical office setting. So, Today, we're going to unpack all that and figure out what are some fun and interesting ways to get the team together, to get them to know each other socially. Because let's face it, when you're in a physical office, you get to go out to lunch together. You get to, you know, play, you know, games and competitions together, but you can't do that so easily in a virtual office. But today, we're going to talk about how you can do that and be effective at it. So first, I want to say we are on iTunes and we are on Facebook. We, you can always catch a replay here on Facebook. So go to iTunes, subscribe to Waste Up Wardrobe, the podcast, and rate us and review it. Review us. We're also on Instagram and and uh, uh, Facebook, as you know. So please go there and um, listen to the replays. Go through the episodes. We are now in episode 48. So we've got a full library of episodes for you from 1 to 48 that help you up-level that waste-up uh, workforce, really. Uh, not just about the clothes, but about everything that goes into really connecting digitally and virtually. Thank you to Rick Moscoso that's always here, my producer, who makes this whole uh, production go round. And he may be making uh, an appearance or two today because he has some really great tips on how to build that team culture when, you know, when it becomes harder to do in a virtual world. So drop your comments, subscribe, and let's get going. Let's start talking about how we can make that team feel cohesive and feel like a well-oiled machine if they can't actually physically be together in a physical setting. So 
Um, the first thing I really want to put out there is why why should you host a virtual team building event and why is it so important? And so I touched a little bit about on that in my introduction, but you know, it allows people to feel connected and to feel connected in a fun and unexpected way. You know, when you connect with people online by creating uh, events or, um, you know, games or something that get, brings everybody together in a way that's not work-related, people get to know each other personally. And it contributes to building up a great positive culture, some a kind of connectedness that people need to be able to effectively work together and understand each other and understand each other's personalities that, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're so far away from each other, you really don't get that flavor and that feeling of how to work together um, if you don't get to see each other frequently. So now, uh, being in the virtual setting, we really have to pay attention to it. And in the traditional office, it was pretty easy to connect, right? People went, uh, did things together. They may have met after work. And in the virtual setting, it's not that easy anymore, but it's not impossible. So we are going to touch on some really important ways to do this effectively. And to really have the best of both worlds, because there are so many benefits to working from home and to working from a home office. But we do lose part of that human connection. And we don't want to lose that. So we want to be able to have the convenience of working from home. And as some companies are continuing to allow their, their employees to work from home, allow them the opportunity. But also, we have to really play, pay very close attention to not losing um, that sense of being personally engaged with each other. So what are some social, virtual social events that, you know, that can be very effective? So, you know, um, sometimes these, well, these things, they actually take place on video calls, like we do on a, on a Zoom link, or uh, even through a streaming uh, program or process. So you know, there are definitely the platforms exist to do this and you do it much like you would do any other meeting, um, you know, or hangouts, the, 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 the people in the team hanging out together in like Google Hangouts and creating and facilitating possibly games or parties. And we're going to dig into what those things look like. So let's, for instance, discuss something very basic that could be easily simulated. Um, game shows, right, like Jeopardy or Family Feud or The Price is Right are really great ways to engage people because everybody's familiar with these games, so they know the rules of the game. All they have to do is hop on a platform that the team leader initiates and sends, and then all they have to do is start engaging. Somebody can do a do-it-yourself game setup or there actually is, believe it or not, companies out there that actually create these, these settings for you where they host it and MC it while your team gets to play and they don't have to think about doing it themselves. So, you know, there's so many of these games that we can simulate and how exciting would it be to bring people together around topics let's say for Jeopardy, and bring them together around topics. If they are a company that is in the social media space, then, you know, having questions that relate, um, Jeopardy questions that relate to social media and how to build it and how to, to, to make it be successful and how to increase influence circles. That would be a great way to get people together, really, you know, sharing their knowledge in a fun and exciting way and, and also building each other up 
and making mistakes so that they know too that they're not the only ones that sometimes don't know the right answer. So that is another way to really um, build this up. The other way that you can really learn skills together um, and build up that team support is doing things that are basically team um, skill building classes, like master classes, um, a couple ideas, or like doing an online course together. Again, same idea. You, The team leader sends out uh, the platform of where everybody's going to gather. And then you do things like maybe a, um, a coding boot camp together, a creative writing workshop together, a leadership seminar together, um, cooking lessons. That's one of my actual very favorites. And actually, I know that uh, Rick, my producer, has had experience a little bit with some of these games and some cooking programs because he he live streams for a um, professional uh, cook who does a lot of these cooking um, workshops and dinners really for gatherings and groups of people. And I'd love for Rick to pop in here and tell us a little bit about any suggestions he has for games that are exciting and interesting that bring people together. And or if you have any ideas or if you've witnessed any great cooking experiences, Rick. Uh, as far as cooking experiences, yeah, we um, <clears throat> we did. I helped a client do a um, master class, like you mentioned. And it was a paid master class where they came in and it, I think it was about two hours. There were five different dishes that we went through. And, uh, you know, she went from, she already had the people prep, right? And she, they had all the ingredients already out there. So all she had to do is just talk about the cooking experience and, and how to do this and how to do that. And then while she was doing one dish, you start on another and really just kind of walking them through the paces and how she would create these dishes. So that, that turned out really well. Um, it was, it was interesting because a lot of, you know, I think there were, I don't know, nine, 10 people online at the time. Uh, one of them was just watching, but the other ones were really getting into it, cooking and, and, you know, going through their, the dishes. There was some interactivity also with, with the, you know, clarifying questions and, and different things like that. So it was a lot of fun for her. And uh, I think it was a lot of, she got a lot of really good feedback from the people that participated. In yeah. Something like that. I, I love that. I love that idea for doing it for a team. And Susie Hickson is here and she says there's a book called Game Storming, which I think is brilliant. It probably talks about a lot of these games and, and how to do that. And Susie says that it includes more than 80 games to help teams break down barriers, communicate better and generate new ideas, insights, and strategies. And it's by uh, Dave Gray. Thank you, Susie, for that input. This is the thing. We are now uh, we are now in a world where we have to actually figure out ways to connect. And the team needs to connect so that they can um, work together like a well-oiled machine. I really believe that a team that isn't connected socially, don't you agree, Rick, can feel either disconnected if they don't know each other. That's well on a personal level you know it doesn't really add to that positive company culture do you have an opinion about that rick well that's very much so because uh, <clears throat> uh, tammy has a, a, a he, my wife uh, is in the medical industry and she manages people all across the country and it's really hard when she's not traveling to be interactive with her uh you know with her co-workers and the people that that uh, report to her so she makes it a very 
important point to get them together to at least at least socialize virtually like on a Friday afternoon um, and they just kind of they just they just socialize virtually and sometimes they integrate uh, online games uh, sometimes she gives them in preparation for the uh, social hour she gives them a task or an assignment or something fun so then they can bring it to the table on 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 friday and you know they they all have fun with that so it is very important to stay connected whether it's obviously it's easier to do it in person but now with us being uh, like it is you know we're gradually getting back um it's it's a very convenient and very easy way to do this because everyone's online Absolutely. And it's fun and it's exciting and it's something different than the, you know, that regular work conversation. Um, I, I do feel like games are an easy way to do this, right? It, uh, with this uh, game storming book that Susie recommended and this idea that we can actually really recreate any games that we're all familiar with, like The Price is Right or Jeopardy or something like that, that can relate to our, the theme of what we do in general, right? And still, so it's relevant in, in more ways than one. It's relevant because it gets you to know your co-worker, but it also is relevant in that maybe it teaches everybody something about their business that goes deeper or just in a, in a very unexpected and, and exciting way. Yeah. Um, do you have a, I'm sure you have an opinion about that. Well, you remember years ago on, uh, on your computer, you could get games like this. I don't know if you can see this, but this is, uh -huh. you don't know Jack, right? And I think many of us have heard uh, that game. This is uh, volume two of, I don't know, six or eight or something like that and then it kind of went away because i tried playing it uh, about a year ago and then i found out it's not compatible with my computer anymore because it's it's that old so the concept is still the same the the company who who, who uh, created this which is i think they're now called jackbox um, have created a version online which is great and it's not only is it a great way for uh, your family to connect um, uh, over Zoom, because this is you can play this over Zoom, and the game integrates very nicely into that. Um, you can also use this for your employees because there's a whole host of different um, different games that are available in this and different packages. I'm just going to bring this up, share my screen, and just bring this up really quick. But um, it's on uh, jackbox, jackboxgames.com. There's all kinds of different games that are available. Here on the site and different um, party packs they call them uh, that are available that that are fill in the blank multiple choice type of games uh, you can have teams you can do it one one-on-one -on -one. and uh, a couple of the games that that I play with my family let me just scroll oh boy there's a lot more um, are uh, there's a game called uh, oh it starts with a Q, Q uh, Quidditch or something like that and it's it's kind of a fill in the blank, and they're, they're ridiculous questions, right? They're just like <laughs> off the wall questions, or they'll have a they'll have a question, and you have to fill in the blank, and then the other people have to kind of have to guess, right? What what that is? If they match, then they get the points, and it, it, it's just a fun it's a fun thing to participate on. But they check out uh, JackboxGames.com. There's a whole host of different party packs and different games and bundles that are available. Uh, for you. Oh, here, uh, Quiplash. That's the one. Quiplash is one. You, you have the standard, uh, you don't know Jack bundle. 
and then down here there's another version of quiplash so there's there's all kinds of different uh, uh games that are available the fun thing is um we my uh my 12 year old son well 13 year now but uh it, him and his younger cousins you know anywhere from 10 to his age they can play these games and they'll sit that's how they socialize now instead of staring in front of each other staring in front of the screen they they engage with each other uh playing these games and while of course they're playing these games they're multitasking and talking to each other and just having a good time and, it's, and all of a sudden you know an hour and a half two hours goes by and and it's like it doesn't even seem like it was that long because they're engaging through these online games it's remarkable how our life and the world has evolved when our socialize, socializing skills now have to be taken to a next level where we are actually engaging online and socializing with everybody. And thank you for putting the Jack. Uh, boxgames.com in the chat. I was going to ask you to do that. So thank you for that. That is a wealth of, of information there. We got, you know, the book that lists 80 games. We got, you know, this Jack's Box games and, and there's more to come. You know, taking a masterclass together is always been something exciting, exciting, I think. So, you know, as um, just my interests are, I love things where you can learn something new, right? The game, the you know, doing those games like the game shows is a great way to learn about each other. And, you know, you learn some things here and there, but just like a masterclass where you're being instructed, a cooking masterclass or, um, a, a, you know, coding masterclass or a writing masterclass or a gardening masterclass, really whatever you know your team might have an interest doing. Um, I feel like those can be great team building skills. Yeah. Here's another one I just thought of because we did a version of this one back when I was in corporate and we were on site. We were all given a video camera and we had to create a, th a three minute uh, movie based on a subject matter that we picked out of a hat, right? And nothing, it, it was not medical, it was not medical related, it wasn't company related, it was just a topic. And then we had to go out on on site, and and come up with in about two hours, come up with a storyline, and then film it, and then you know edit as much as we could. And then at the uh, banquet that evening, we would present it to the entire you know worldwide company. And then turns out the winner got the video camera, right? Uh, which that. was the whole team got video cameras. So anyway. Um, a, a different version of that is to do a table read, get a script, do a table read if you're on Zoom, and assign a part to each one of your team members and do a table read from a scene from a movie or something like that. I've seen that done several times, and that is hilarious. It's so fun. <laughs> I love that. That it could be the subject of so many laughs and just getting to know people, right? Those mm -hmm. The shy people versus the people that have big personalities versus how people will, um, you know, the tone in everybody's voice and how seriously they take that. I think that's a brilliant game and um, team building exercise. And, you know, a lot of times, too, with the master classes or these workshops or courses that you can do together, what ends up happening is, yeah, there is a lesson in it. Um, but it's a light, you know, it's something that 
most of the team would be very interested in, something fun to do that they can learn from life skills or just interesting to the group, right? But then, you know, the teammates end up being each other's cheerleaders, right? Which I love. I love that. And they also end up encouraging each other. And all these lessons get reinforced. And honestly, I think it creates these win-win situations because you are, you know, cheering for your team, you are learning, and you're connecting. And it just seems like there's so many, on so many levels, it's a really great thing to do. Uh, so these sort of the, the online courses, masterclasses where you can learn together are a great way to, to, to really build that connectiveness. The other thing, and maybe Rick, you have some input on this too, is virtual jam sessions. Have you ever been part of one or, or heard about those in any way? I wasn't part of, sorry, tech. It's okay. <laughs> I wasn't part of it because I, I don't have my trumpet anymore, but we did a virtual uh, version of our um, school song, the band, right? So whoever could participate, you would you would tape it um, locally at, at, at your computer, and that was all submitted in. And they did a Zoom version, so there's, you know, all the band members that were on there. Plus, somebody edited it so they could hear all the instruments. And it sounded pretty, actually sounded pretty good. Not as good as the real thing, but um, that, no, that wasn't live. But yet, you know, everyone was anticipating the end result once everything was edited together. And so that was kind of a fun project that we did. Yeah, I love that. And I, you know, another thought is, you know, if somebody has a musical talent on the team, to have them maybe be the, they do a little intro, a musical intro for um, um, one of the meetings or a outro. I think that's such a great thing. On Clubhouse, when I'm on Clubhouse now, that new platform that many people are on, I find that um, they're the, they, they really creatively intro and outro in some rooms. And they'll do, you know, a, a little, a song like one of the musicians would do a song uh to to exit everybody out and close out the room which i think would be a great way to exit mm -hmm. and and end a meeting right and then you show off a certain uh team member's talents and music wouldn't be the only way you could do this it could be i don't know a poetry read or something that somebody has a great talent doing and that way it's another way for others to get to know what their strengths are and maybe everybody gets to be picked at a different time to create that intro and outro. I think that would be a great way to get to know people in the team. And Susie here is saying, uh, uh, there's, she's talking about that balance that you need to create in a team for the introverts and the extroverts. And if you are leading sessions, being acutely aware of the introverts and creating space for them to participate. Absolutely. This is something that as I was prepping for the show, I really wanted to highlight. So thank you for bringing up uh, Susie and that is that you know all the team members are not the same right this is about us getting to know each other and getting to know each other's personalities so you know that you're going to have introverts in the group and you're all you know that you're going to have extroverts and you want everybody to have a comfort level I mean after all if this is a um, if the purpose behind something like this and team building is connectiveness, you don't want anybody to feel alienated because perhaps they don't want to speak up or they don't want to participate in a jam session, right? You want to make it so it's it's really um, 
customizable and that each person can kind of de develop into their little um, you know, place in the team. So for those who are extroverts, they can do all the big talking and the introverts can be the ones you know, leading the team behind the scenes or putting out the questionnaires that are required to get the game together. So really giving everybody a role is really important. And so thank you for bringing that up, Susie. Good vibes. Yes, always good vibes. Um, so um, the other thing that's really interesting and pretty simple, uh, Rick, and tell me if you've ever had any experience with this, is those remote dinner parties. You know, as a team, when you're working in the traditional office, you can plan a dinner for the group and, and meet after work for dinner. You can plan to go out to lunch with a friend, but you can't so much do that when we are working in this virtual setting. So um, virtual dinners have kind of been a thing. Have you seen that happen at all in your experience or heard about it? I've heard about it. I've never participated in it um, as, uh, you know, kind of in a different way on the masterclass side, but never really participated in a virtual dinner. Yeah. And so most of these dinners are conducted so that, you know, you set the day, you send the meeting link, you decide maybe on a theme. Okay. The way to do it is like decide on a theme. It's pizza night or um, it's comfort food night, you know, bring everybody together in that way and then give the employees, you know, the the free reign to maybe pick the menu. So you, you're really involving them in the process of setting up the, the dinner so that it doesn't feel like, okay, we're getting on Zoom, we're just eating together, right? You want to make it a little bit interactive for the pre-event and then during the event afterwards. Uh, maybe providing a, a stipend for food, you know, have a you know, have a DoorDash or Instacart deliver ingredients if you're going to be cooking together or uh, deliver the food to everybody. And and that would be a great thing for the leader of the team or the employer to provide for for the employees. Um, thinking up, uh, you know, talking topics during dinner. Now, one of the things I love to do when I'm in a physical dinner party is I, I bust out the table topics and my whole family knows Oh my God, when is she going to start pulling out the table topics? But that could be really fun, especially when you're getting to know each other. You know, you're, you're having dinner, you've got this themed dinner together, and, um, and then you pull out a topic like, what would be your dream vacation? Really great way to get to know your clients, right? I mean, excuse me, your team uh, members. Because say, for instance, or what's your favorite place to eat. Those are great things to put into their file. So if you're doing gifts at the end of the year, you know this about them. They, You know what, where they would appreciate a gift card to. So that's also a really good way. And cooking parties where you're cooking together. What do you think about that? That kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier, Rick, where, you know, where you cook together, um, maybe not just not just through masterclass, but maybe, you know, the ingredients are set ahead of time and the, and the, and the, process of cooking is set ahead of time, the recipe itself? Mm -hmm. Now, I've never done it with um, with clients, um, but I do do that with my daughters, which is <laughs> kind of fun, you know, because yeah. they kind of, they take my lead and then we cook together. Um, and that's always kind of fun, you know, and I, I don't see why you couldn't do that with, with clients or, or, or friends at any time because it's so easy to do. Yeah. Or your team. I mean, that's the idea, right? Team building and mm -hmm. doing it with your office team is a really great uh, variation on that. But I can imagine there's like you send them 
the list of ingredients, it comes to them in a car, you know, gets delivered to their doorstep. Then they go through the steps together and then they each talk about what the experience is and how things are working out. And, you know, and then they sit down to have the meal together with the table topics until they get to know each other. So that feels like a really all around great way to bond. Well, here's an easier one to do for uh, if you want to do some uh, team building is you do a wine tasting. Oh, I like that. Because <laughs> I yeah. know Tam, Tammy's done that many times with her uh, with with her team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wine tasting is a great way to do like an after hours uh, happy hour, um, and and kind of and and maybe rate the wines. That would be a great a great way to interact as well. So, have you ever participated in like an online TV like viewing party, like where people got together? online and watch the Super Bowl or, you know, the Oscars or something like that? Or have you heard of that happening? Because I think that would be a great way to build um, rapport with with each other as a team. Yeah, I've seen that on, uh, what do you call it on Facebook? Uh, is it Party Watch or something like that? I can't remember what it's called. I've never done it, and but I know a lot of my friends and uh, relatives have done it. And it's like, okay. But, yeah. you know, it's cool for them. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'd engage in that. Uh, but anyway, but, but it's a great convenient tool to use if you're doing it on Facebook. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, you bring up that point that, you know, you want to make sure everybody feels like they want to be part of it. So if mm -hmm. this was your team and you weren't like, ah, I'm not into that, you know, uh, perhaps you would be delegated the role of, you know, getting everybody's predictions ahead of time. But you wouldn't necessarily want to, you know, you're not really into it, but you do something that really speaks to your what would interest you in being mm -hmm. part of the team, which I think you know, it's, 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 you do have to cater to everybody's, um, sense of who they are because otherwise it's not really team building if you don't and really sticking to things that are commonly enjoyable would be po probably a way to go, right. you know, and, and knowing, knowing what they do in their profession can also be a great idea for a theme. So if, if you're a group of people that, you know, are, into Bitcoin, then maybe the whole theme would be about that, right? And learning more about that, but really focusing. I mean, I think it takes a little bit of pre-planning from the team leader to really get things that engage everybody, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't want anybody kind of, you don't want anybody not participating and, and disinterested. So if you can, you can survey the team ahead of time, that, that'd be a great idea. So get the maximum effect and maximum participation. I love that. And, you know, surveying the team is a really great way to do this, where you maybe put out a survey and say, hey, if we did a theme night, would you like A, B, or C? What would be something you would enjoy and see what you get in terms of commonality and pick the theme or the idea based on what they've really brought up? Um, or, you know, I've seen uh, teams dress up for an awards party, you mm -hmm. know, so they dress up for the awards party and they're there, you know, enjoying the event together and then seeing whose predictions of the winners is coming true. So really, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. It just requires what it requires is uh, a little bit of creativity. Right. Um, and a good connection. <laughs> you want to have that good virtual connection mm -hmm. in terms of. Uh, technical connection, right? If you have bad service, it's not a good good thing. So you want to be able to, those two things, it's about being creative and making sure you have a good connection. You're not out in the farm trying to do this, right? You need to be in a place where you can really, really connect. Um, 
And, and I really just think that, you know, really being aware of who your team is as the leader and who the personalities are. A lot of, you know, um, information gathering. I know company leaders that actually um, assertively take moves to learn about their team members by, you know, either putting out a survey like Rick um, suggested about what they like, what's their favorite coffee drink from Starbucks, um, you know, of course, knowing when their birthday is, knowing where they their dream vacation looks like, all that data that you collect that we actually have to be a little bit more proactive nowadays collecting because we are separated geographically, but we are virtually always on a platform together, um, no matter you know where we are in the country or in the world really connecting. Um, all those things are even, it's more important um, in this virtual workforce to collect that data about the people that work with you and work for you, because that will help you really get to know them and then help them get to know each other. So I think, um, you know, it just, it takes a little bit of extra work, but it shows how important it is to you as a company leader or an employer that you want your team to work together and be cohesive and a well-oiled machine. And that is really important uh, for company culture, for morale, for the ability of people to, you know, connect to each other and like each other and, and feel like they have something in common with each other. Uh, because obviously being that separated when you're in the virtual setting can be a little bit, you know, it, it just keeps you, it, that forces you to be disconnected in a way. But when you do all these things to ensure the building of uh, bonds and socially getting to know each other, it, it, it kind of counteracts that. And it is really important. I mean, it's funny because, you know, it's a, sort of this long distance relationships that we're trying to foster. You know, sometimes people date long distance and you you wonder how can they stay connected, right? But the reality is it could be even more um it, it, it could be even more positive to have the distance so that you actually get to know each other on a deeper level. You do have to work at it though. So that is, um, there's so many ideas out there and you can come up with your own or you can some, refer to some of these resources. One of the other things that, um, you know, as I was thinking about this topic is creating a scavenger hunt um, online together. You get into one of your meetings, the first 10 minutes are consumed with the scavenger hunt, right? Okay, go find, you know, a really um, inspirational book and bring it. That's something that will teach everybody, give a book recommendation to the group. It's it, it's interesting and fun because people have to go and hunt for it. Um, you know, go scavenge, uh, uh, go be a scavenger and find your pet and bring it to the big, bring him or her to the camera. That's another way to get to know other people, right? And uh, here's a, a handy dandy list of a virtual scavenger hunt. We'll put that in the um in the uh, in the comments so that you can refer to it. If it's something that you thought would really be something your your teammates might or your team um, team might enjoy doing, and you can come up with all of your own. But the idea is this idea of scavenger hunting can be very fun and interesting. Uh, and one of the things that I want to point out that I've seen done that I think was kind of interesting because it gives people opportunity to gather uh, on unconventional days is celebrating unconventional holidays. So here in the United States, we have a holiday for everything, right? We really do um, 
like to celebrate and uh, enjoy the, each other's company. Uh, so we have a holiday for National Donut Day. Well, what a great idea to then gather your whole team, send them a box of donuts, and 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 kind of make it an excuse to get together virtually. Or, you know, um, observing the Administrative Professionals Day. I think that's like in April. And then you all get yeah, all together. And uh, Saz is here. Thank you for being here, Saz. And Saz is saying a virtual scavenger hunt would be cool. The whole uh, cosmos <laughs> is the limit 100%. And Saz... I love that you're here today because you bring the world together with your business, the creative exchange through music. Uh, and you, your company offers people this unique ability to, you know, to get music lessons um, from, from well, you know, from well-known artists or people that have been on well-known bands and really uh, connect people musically, which I think is amazing. And that is a great way for companies to team build. I mean, what if the, the course that they did together was a lesson on playing the trumpet or a lesson in uh, voice lessons? I mean, that would be a great thing. And Saz has, uh, he is the founder or co-founder of Creative Exchange, and their company does exactly that. So he is a really amazing resource. Uh, Saz, I would love for you to put your the link to your to your business in the chat so people can look you up since you're here. And um, this is like so on point for our topic. And if you aren't able to do that, we will do that for you in the comment box. But Creative Exchange, I believe it's creativeexchange.com. Um, and he's saying thank you for the plug. Of course, it is so relevant to the topic. Um, and, um, and actually it's so funny when I was preparing this, this episode, I was thinking about you and the companies like you that facilitate things where people can get together and enjoy something that brings them together, which is what uh, creative exchange does. Um, you know, that there is, um, a day that we celebrate called the world wife, uh, wildlife day, and that's a March. <laughs> and, you know, we, it, you can bring your whole team together by watching a live stream about, you know, National Geographic live stream. And, you know, if it's relevant to the work that you do, even better. So there's so many opportunities to celebrate these unconventional uh, holidays in the United States that why not use that opportunity in a funny sort of tongue in cheek way to bring everybody together. Yeah. Um, and Saz adds uh, that he is, in fact, working with organizations to provide events for happy hour. Exactly. And I'll be honest, I think there's so many companies that are going to rise to this occasion to bring companies together, to bring families together, to bring teams together, to help them bond. I mean, it really, honestly, it's endless from music to, to working out together, to creating writing workshops together, to cooking classes. I mean, really, it is a painting class. I actually um, saw, uh, had a friend of mine who is a matchmaker, and she has uh, come up with a painting and dating day. So they're basically doing this, uh, I believe it's like a speed dating, but they're painting together. So that's another way to bring people together in a virtual setting that we're forced to be in sometimes, but connecting them on a personal level. I think it, there's so many brilliant ideas out there, so many brilliant companies, and we will be um, 
listing some companies in the comments that actually will host game show uh, game shows for your organizations. And you know, when you have a, a large team, a big organization, maybe having somebody MC this or host it for you can be a great way um, to do it. Uh, but the, the moral of the story is do it because it is so important for us to find ways to connect on a more personal level now that we're all really like working from our home in a solitude place, you know, and that that has its benefits, of course, but it also has its downsides. We don't want to become a disconnected uh, world. We want to be connected. And Saz says, thanks, Christine, um, on the last topic. Thank you for being here. I am so excited for you uh, being here and for Susie who came on and gave us these great tips on where to find ideas for hosting games. Really, um, you know, Work is all about building connections. Working with clients is about building connections, but don't forget your team. Your team is so important. Your team is like your, your work family. And just like we try and connect with family members, just like we try and connect, really work hard at connecting with our clients and build those trust relationships, it's so important not to forget about the team, not to leave them in their own silos. Um, it's so important to, you know, to bring them together, to use the wisdom of the room, to use the creativity of the room, to bring them together, to get to know each other and connect on a level that, you know, we've never thought of before. So as I wrap up Waste Up Wardrobe today, episode 48, um, I want to just say the one major takeaway. The one major takeaway is always do something. Do something. It doesn't have to be a game uh, show. It doesn't have to be something elaborate. It could be a do-it-yourself question and answer. It could be as easy as, you know, getting on a call and connecting during uh, lunch hour and, and just asking a, a provoking question, a question that gets people thinking, an inspiring question, um, getting together for a recipe or doing something together online. But do something. Do something to connect that team. Team culture is so important. It's even more important now that we are physically disconnected, that we end up, you know, working from coast to coast together. So it is so important. So if there's nothing else that you take away from today's show, it's one thing, take it away. And that is create something that will connect everybody. And, you know, another, a great tip would be pull your team, pull them, see what they'd like to do. And, um, and and see what their interests are. What Would they like to do a cooking class together? Would that be too complicated? Would they like to have a jam session together? Would that be fun and exciting? There's somebody that can lead an intro or an outro uh, because they are, um, uh, you know, a musician themselves. You know, that is where you start. Use the tools that we get to have, the Zoom platform, the streaming platforms, Hulu, whatever it is that you have access to, use those to connect your team. And I'm going to send you with an action item because that is what we do. An action item that you can put right into action today is go and survey your team today and find out what they would like to do together online. Because the most important thing is that you stay connected personally so that you can be a well-oiled machine and work together effectively. So there, there you have it, Virtual Nation, your Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap-up in a nutshell. And join us next week, same time, same place at 1130, because we have a series coming up for you for the last four episodes of this year. Waste Up Wardrobe is not going away. The virtual work 
place is not going away. We have so many um, uh, episodes lined up for you um, in the weeks to come. But the next four lessons, as we close out 49, 50, 51, 52, will bring us to a full year of a podcast shows of Waste Up Wardrobe. We're going to be talking about how to create your very own podcast, how to name it, how to do it, and how to create it and give the audience relevant information. That's all coming up in the next four episodes of Waste Up Wardrobe. So remember to join us next week, same time, same place at 1130 Pacific Standard Time. And it'd be so wonderful if you invited a friend. 